You're listening to Tracks FM's podcast. If you've enjoyed our content, more podcasts are available on the RTM Click app and website. Let us know what you think. Please email us at tracksfm.rtm at gmail.com. Like and follow us on social media at Tracks FM Official. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back. You're back on air with me, Anil, on the mic, here in the second hour of Drax FM's Tracks Momentum. And now is uh, the hour that I like to call the inspirational hour because uh, I'll be having our special interview feature, which uh, comes to you by way of uh, W Talk. And, uh, you know, W Talk is a show where we speak to women who have trailblaze the paths that they have chosen in their lifetimes and also go out to set and become exemplary women for many other women who aspire to be just like them and i have a very inspirational character personality on the phone lines with me on today's edition of the show she is none other than dr masni matong she's a lecturer of uh, thonku abdurrahman university of management and technology pahang and uh, she's also well known for being the first orang asli woman to receive the prestigious award grant. Dr. Masni, good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning to everyone. How are you doing today, doctor? I'm doing great. I mean, right. the, 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 the day were a bit uh, rainy, a bit, but it's still okay. Yeah, yeah, I know. As I was driving to the studios this morning as well, was, it wasn't typical of a KL sunny morning today. It was a bit gloomy, but uh, never mind. I'm sure we're yeah. going to brighten up the days of everyone else with our conversation today, yeah? Yeah, sure. All right, great. So, uh, Dr. Masni, before we go any further, I just want to thank you very much for setting aside your time to share your wisdom and inspire all of our listeners out there. Uh, so welcome. maybe you can give us an introduction of yourself and tell us a bit more about who is really the woman behind this name, Dr. Masni Matong. Tell us about yourself. Hello everyone, my name is uh, Masni Anak Pumpa and I'm proud to introduce myself as one of the representatives of the Jakun tribe and I'm currently working as an assistant professor at Thai MT Pahang and I come from a large and vibrant family being the sixth of seven siblings and growing in a search of livelihood has taught me a lot about teamwork, patience, and the beauty of diversity, which I believe uh, attributes to enhance my work and research. And apart from that, uh, in my personal time, I enjoy reading and listening to music because reading allowed me to delve into different perspectives and ideas, fulfilling mm. my curiosity mm. and enhancing my understanding of the world. Yeah, okay. music, on the other hand, is a source of relaxations and inspiration for, of me. Yeah. Mm. Segwaying a little bit, just to you know, trickle it deeper to find out more about you. You said you love reading. So, what was the last book that you actually read? Uh, by Armata Shen, uh-huh. uh, 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 called uh, "The Freedom." The Freedom. Yeah, mm. yeah. If I'm not mistaken, yeah. Okay, okay. That yeah. was a book that you read. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, now I want to start this conversation by going way, way, way back to your childhood? Because I'm sure yeah. your childhood was not the typical childhood that any other Malaysian kid would have had probably <laughs> growing up in an urban area. Mm-hmm. So now throughout this conversation, once again, Dr. Mazdi, you're going to take us back to places where we would have never imagined because we have never experienced the things you've experienced in your life. Yeah, yeah, sure. So yeah. take us back to your childhood now. Talk to us about that. Hmm. All right, sure. Okay, I was... Uh, my my or my village is from uh, Kampung Orang Asli Bukit Bangkung, uh, Sungai Lembing, Pahang. Mm-hmm. 
So growing up, I was just like any other child. I miss that playing around, enjoying mother puddles and jumping to the rivers. And then my childhood was is actually simple joys. Uh, and what I learned through the years is that as I grow older, mm. I mean that uh, I have I look at the situations that my family face, and I also realize that the importance of the education itself is really, really important. Right. That's why, yeah. Throughout the years, um, I I always had a dream of become a teacher. Uh, mm. I mean that. Mm, so. True, I mean that I took a step further. So today I'm proud to say that I've been working as a lecturer at Thayam Tipahang for more than two years and a half. And Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the journey uh, from playful childhood day to academic corridors of Thayam T has been really fulfilling mm. and teaching me a lot. Uh, I mean, that remain my true passion. Mm. Yeah. You know, Growing up from where you were, I'm mm-hmm. sure you might not have been exposed to many things. You know, you might not mm. have enough exposure to mass media, television, yeah. radio. Yeah. I'm interested to know what sparked your interest to become an educator. Uh, because I always think that I mean, in order to uh, let the young generations know that. Uh, the importance of the education itself is that you have to be the role model, mm. and you have to let them know that okay, if you want to be succeed, I mean that the education is important. And apart from that, I love to tell story. That's I think that's the point that made me, you know, become want to become a teacher because I love to share my knowledge. Mm. I love to tell people that okay, this is my finding, this is my work. Uh, uh, you guys can, you know, have a look. I really enjoy, you know, discussing about all those kind of things. I think those things that inspire me to become who I am today. Mm. I think. So mm-hmm. it stems from your personality as well. It's yes, your yes. things that interest yeah. you. Yeah. And I think it's great because, Doctor, you pursued your passion and you saw to it that you would achieve what yeah, you were aspiring you. to become. Yeah. And speaking about passion, right, you know, we always... Mm hear a lot of stories about, you know, mm. how important it is to pursue our passion, no matter how tough the road ahead is, just yeah. go and keep grinding. You know, sometimes yeah. the path ahead may not be easy. You know, no one said it would be easy, but it's always yeah. worth it when you reach the end point, when you achieve mm-hmm. success. Mm-hmm. Would you say in your, under your, the circumstances that mm. you were faced with, would you say life was easy for you? Uh. <laughs> it's not easy to be honest. Tell us about that. Tell, talk <laughs> yeah. to us about that. Mm. Okay, I always uh, been fascinated by the richness and diversity of human culture because uh, because of my background as well. Mm. But I also deeply concerned about the inequality and injustice that many communities face. Because me myself, I saw all the things. And then during my academic journey, I was introduced to the field of anthropology and sociology, which may give me a platform to address uh, those issues. So I encountered the, uh, with the story and struggle of the Oran Asli were particularly impactful, their resilience in the face of persistent marginalization and mm-hmm. also discrimination that I feel I need to contribute I mean that, and then to to tackle the issue, mm. and then that's 
um, being a proud member of the Jakun tribes, I really hope that I can representing you know the indigenous ethnic group and let the Malaysian know that we Oranasi also want to be part of the community. We also want to contribute to the social economics of Malaysia. Mm. I'm sure. Mm. I'm sure there's a lot that. Uh you know, the Orang Asli community have got to contribute towards the development of the nation. And you are a testament to uh, some of the great things that the country can benefit from. And uh, just to just to quickly draw your attention to what's happening as we're speaking right now, we're also streaming live on Facebook, uh, Dr. Masni. Right. So there are lots of people actually who want to say hi to you. I have uh, Joel Tichendra, uh, who says good morning to you. Christiana Chin also wishes good morning to you, Dr. Masni. Good morning, good morning, yep. good morning to everyone of you. Yep, including Ripley and also Patricia Lim Li Tiang. All of them say hi to you and uh, they're enjoying this conversation that we're having. Thank you so much. You're Thank welcome. you so much. Now, Dr. Masni, I tell you what, we're going to go in for a quick break and then when we come back, we shall resume with our discussion. So you hang in there, all right? All right, sure, no problem. Okay. Okay. All right, and uh, I'm now speaking to uh, the first Orang Asli woman to receive a prestigious award grant. Her name is Dr. Mazni Matong. She's a lecturer at the uh, Thunku Abdurrahman University of Management and Technology, Pahang. And this is our interview feature on today's edition of W Talk. We'll go in for a quick break, and when we come back, we shall resume with the discussion. Keep it right here. Inspiration. Achievement. Experience. Motivation, empowerment. All this on W Talk every Friday, eleven fifteen a.m. Right here on Trax FM. And we are back on air with you live and direct from Studio Number Five here in uh, Ankasa Puri, Kuala Lumpur. It's uh, W Talk on Tracks Momentum with me, Anil, on the mic. And on the phone lines with me, I have our special guest, Dr. Masni Matong. She's the lecturer of uh, uh, Thunku Abdul Rahman University of Management and Technology in Pahang. And she's a very special woman because not only is she a doctor and also an associate professor, she's also the first Orang Asli woman to receive the prestigious award grant. Dr. Masni, welcome back to W Talk. Hello, everyone. Yeah. All right. Okay. Now, um, in this segment, now after the break, I'm going to talk yeah. about our topic in W Talk. The uh, you being the first Orangasli woman to receive the prestigious award grant. Yes. What does it feel like to be the first? Ah, to be <laughs> honest, <laughs> the awards provide me with invaluable resources and opportunity to broaden my horizons. Mm. I mean, uh, when I first knew that I received. I actually still, I mean, that I think almost in a week, I still like feel, am I? Mm. Did I? <laughs> like mm. a lot of questions coming out. But with the, you know, confirmation letter and everything, mm. I realized that, yes, I, I, I really get the grants. And then uh, for the, I mean, the listener information as well, with the Medeca grant, mm. uh, we will have an international attachment. So three months international attachments that I can learn from experts and institutions that have success, successfully, I mean, that address the similar challenges in different contexts. So this exposure will equip me with a new strategy and tools and perspective, which can then adapt and apply to the unique challenge faced by the Orangasli. And moreover, the recognitions that come with the awards uh, 
we can say that um, we can hear the voice of Orangsli and the concern mm. of the community and the facilitating uh, more impactful uh, in policy implementations. Mm. I, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. You represent the Orangasli community in the country, and you be you are an example for all of the other Orangasli girls and boys who equally yeah. want to achieve the things you've done. Now, yeah. this this Merdeka Award grant that you received, right? It was an event that was held where you received it, was it, or was it uh, was it an event where you went up on stage and received an award, or was it just awarded to you, just simply? No. Like, mm. You have a process. I mean, okay. that uh, the award itself, will, uh, the grant itself will open every two years. Mm. And then we offer to the, I mean, that young researcher or academy or anyone that from institutions uh, from age 25 to uh, 35. Mm. So that uh, you have the opportunity to submit. Your, first of all, you have to submit your proposal. And then your proposal will be selected by the comi- committee, mm. Medica Awards Committee. Okay. And then after that, you have to go through, if you were selected into the semi-final, mm. you have to go through a training. I mean, that uh, how you could, I mean, that pitch your story. I mean, to, to let the, uh, how to say, uh, the committee, the judges know that mm. how important your work is. Uh. And then after that, uh, you go through a process of uh Meet with the, I mean that because uh, Medica Awards is funded by uh, Patronas and Shell, mm-hmm. so we will have to meet. We will only have five. Each of us will only have fifteen minutes to actually uh, meet with the, I mean that the top top management, the other as other other directors to and make then, your pitch, right? Yeah, to make my pitch. Mm. I only have five minutes to pitch the story. Mm, mm, I mean mm. that to pitch my work that to let the judges know that how important they are my works and then after that after mm. we go through that session we will actually uh, means that uh, of course there are a lot of selection process and then i go through the seminar mm. <laughs> i didn't know that i mean i just you know i try my best to do my work and then the last part will be you have to submit a three minutes video mm. and to tell the, this is the final, final, final ones, and mm. then you have to tell the uh, judges and the panels. No, I mean that let them know that how important you work are. Right. So that that's how I go through the process, and I also would like to let the listener know that it's actually not my first attempt to apply for this grant. Wow! I I did mm. apply in two o two one. But mm. I did not go into uh, semi and not even selected. Mm. But I didn't give up. I took that as part of my how to say um, process. I mean that it's uh, a stepping stone. Every every yeah, failure yeah, is yeah. taking you one step closer yeah. towards success, as they say, so, right? Yeah, mm. yeah. I just, I just, I just always tell myself that I gonna do it until I cannot. I mean that because I know that we have an age gap that you have to fulfill. Mm. So I. I tell myself that can if I cannot do it this particular year, mm. I will go on the next two years and I will go until I can make it and I make sure my works can be heard. Okay, yeah. okay. I'm sure you were the cream of the crop and you made the cut. Congratulations, great job. You were res- <laughs> so and I think it's it's partially because also credit go attribute that to your resilience. 
You mm. never gave up. You're resilient and also your consistency. You know, just because you mm-hmm. never made the cut once, you never just yeah. took that as a definitive answer. You tried again. You tried again. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Thank you. Mm. Now, Dr. Masni, I want to talk about your involvement in the Orang Asli mm-hmm. community, if I may. Mm-hmm. How often, uh, you know, sometimes when you reach a stage in your life, when you, when you hit that stratosphere, sometimes mm-hmm. your tasks and your responsibilities may get the most of you, may get the better of you, in other words. Mm-hmm. How often do you get time to go back into your community and to touch base with the little kids, the little boys and little girls who you think deserve, you know, the opportunities that you were afforded? And how do you inspire them? How do you continuously try to emulate what you have achieved onto them? Okay. Mm. Um, I actually do give uh, a few, like, motivational talks, especially Mm. to the, uh, I mean, that schools that have uh, Orang Asli students. Mm. So when I was there, I mean, I tried to tell them that um, I know the access might be hard. I mean, it's not about your thoughts. It's, It's it's actually not, it's not the fault of, I mean, it's not, it's not the fault things. I mean, that if you don't want to come to school, you drop out and everything. But I understand that. But what I was keep emphasizing on them is that you have to know that if you want to be succeed, mm. I mean, that at least you should finish all your, I mean, that uh, formal educations. I mean, primary school, secondary school, because... Orang Asli students, uh, I mean, the dropout rate of secondary uh, situations, I mean, it's still very high. So that is the problem that I I, I saw and mm. from the statistics as well. And then when I go to give talk to them, you know, what thing I, one thing I realized is that they are very shy. I, I, I knew, I knew because, because they you have shy. to. You, you, yeah, you know, they are shy. Mm, mm. Yeah. And because they have to, uh, you know, like, uh, uh, you know, w- work with others, uh, community as well, ethnic as well. So there might be some, you know, different perspective how we see. That's why you will see that Orang Asli students, they always stick together. Mm. They, they will not like... Um, they will they, never know, come out of their circle. Yeah, they just yeah, stick among themselves. Yeah, yeah, and what does that stem from? Why? Why do you think they're shy? Is it because they're shy of their identity? Is it how they are labeled? What, what is, well, what's the underlying problem there? I mm. I cannot make a general comment on okay. that, mm. but mm. from my own personal point of view, I think it's the environment itself. They are not confident enough mm. because they will think that they are lack of something. Maybe they, you know they are not good at these things. They are mm. they are you know they feel that maybe um, because I'm come from you know village and then right. I don't have all those kind of things. So mm. all these things will make them feel try actually feel not confident enough to step up and you know like just to study together we are all human beings i mean it doesn't matter your ethnicity or your religion we we all the same i mean that's that's what i'm trying to uh emphasize on them but mm. um but the good things that i i saw is that uh the teacher the local teacher actually put a lot of care to the orange students so that is the things that I think feel, I feel that teacher playing a very important role. Mm. Because if you can't, if the environment itself, because we know that the environments that they have, 
you know, after go back to home, I mean, go back to their village, they yes. go to, you know, just, mm. just, just throw their bags and then you just do yeah. whatever they yes. like. Yes. Yeah. They, they would not like have the, you know, like the... Mm. The follow-up. Uh, yeah, whatever that's yeah, necessary they, for uh, them to they, continue. Uh, yeah, mm. yeah mm. They, they will not have like, you know, have... Uh, Revision tuitions, classes, tuition, like, yeah, yeah, things all, like Yeah, that. yeah, all those kind of things. They will not have all those kind of things. But the thing is that uh, just because um, the environment itself actually not encouraging, not motivate them enough actually to, you know, step up because they will see their parents because parents is our role model, right? Yes, for everyone, I yes, think. of course. So when they see their parents is also, you know, they don't have formal education. I mean, of course, they will, they will still want to ask, I mean, that, you know, always try to tell their their kids, you go to school, you go to school. I mean, mm. that why don't you go to school? Just finish the formal education. Yeah, but yeah. the thing is, I mean, parents itself, of course, you, you can't be harsh to your, your kids as well. And then when you go to uh, school, and then when they face different kind of challenges, they will give up easily. Of course, you can't like, force no. them. Yeah. You yeah, can't yeah. force them into something, otherwise yeah. they won't really enjoy the entire process of education, right? Now, yeah. Dr. Masdi, Two things you mentioned that uh, I'm interested to dive deep mm. through later on in the conversation. Mm. You spoke about mm. parents and you spoke about teachers. Now, I'm going to touch on mm. teachers, uh, which mm. alludes to our education system. Mm. Mm. What's your opinion on the education system for the Orang Asli community? I, this is my personal opinion, mm. all right? I will say that actually, uh, for me, the current education system, I mean, of course, is good. It mm. provide. I mean, everyone the equal opportunity to get the access to the education. But the thing is, I think they should be more um, look into detail. I mean, that what is the needs of the orang asli kids? Okay. I mean, that what is what is their weak? Because we cannot use. For me, I think that we cannot use uh, a blanket policy to cover all of the things. Not a blanket policy, that, yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. Because we know that everyone will have their own stand of the things. But what I'm trying to do is that, what I'm trying to say is that because um, teachers itself, the environment itself, of mm. course, I, I, just take, I just took one example that I have visited the school and the teacher really giving care. And from other schools as well, I also heard that uh, the teacher is also really care about the, I mean, that the, how how the student is doing. So, I mean, at least they will ensure that. But we cannot control our other, you know, places, mm. you know, our other yeah. uh, orangely kids. So I think that um, we, as a teacher itself, I mean, because me myself as a lecturer also, mm. I always, I always, te- I always thought, I always teach my student that. Um, you have to always uh, be be grateful and be you know be whatever that you have because you have to know that there is a lot more people that have no education at all. Right. So yeah, that's that's the thing. Mm. Mm. Okay. Mm. Okay. And how do you think, uh, Dr. Masni? How do you think your success has contributed towards altering the perception and the general consensus that people have? on the Orang Asli people, especially Orang Asli women? Uh, I would say that um, this winning this Madeka Award mm. is really... Uh, uh, it is a... 
I would say that it is the achievements that it show to the the whole Malaysia mm. that we orang asli we also want to uh, help. I mean that we also want to be part of it because we are minority. Right. We just we just uh, I mean that our population is not more than fourteen percent out of the hundred populations, hundred percent right. population. So that's mm. why we are minorities. I mean. My work is not only involved orang as orang asli or orang asal as well. Actually, because one of the questions uh, I remember that I I I I was asked the the, the panel was asking me during that, the grant you, uh, evaluation. Uh, mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think that your work is actually can contribute to the whole Malaysian? I say yes, it mm. is. It is to help the poor people, the minority. The uh, minority people, I mean, the vulnerable, I mean, that populations that need help, that we, how are we going to uh, evaluate them? How are we going to measure all these kind of struggles that they have faced? So, um, by, I mean, that winning this award itself, it is, I mean, not only, I'm not, I'm going, I'm using evidence-based research, right. all right? Mm. And then... I'm combining my spatial justice mm. and multidimensional poverty, mm. and I hope that by that we can address the issue that faced by the indigenous populations mm. or the minority populations, and mm. we let and fostering the awareness mm. and understanding among among the stakeholders because we know that stakeholders involve a lot. I mean, so we have to let them know that this is what. Are the grand goal is to promote the inclusive development, and also what I want is that improve the well-being of the marginalized communities. Mm. I like the fact that how you you know try to incorporate inclusivity, and you spoke for mm. the minorities, right? Mm. It's not just about the orang asli; it's about yeah, it's about the voiceless, about the people who yeah. lack the voice, who lack the strength yeah. to speak up, and you're representing mm. them. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> are you a mummy's girl or a daddy's girl? Uh, mummy. <laughs> <laughs> tell us, tell us about your parents. Tell us about how life was right. growing up with your mom and dad. Mm. Okay, all right. I uh, one thing that uh, as Masni Madong, okay, uh-huh. when I reflecting on the uh, because I want to mention about this because yeah. my parents is always is my my role model, right? Uh, because they are the ones that who inspire me and guide me. I mean that shout out to um, mom and dad, mom and dad listening <laughs> and shout out to them. Yeah. <laughs> and then there have been the fundamental in shaping who I am today because okay. my parents always instill in me the importance of staying ground and not forgetting my roots. So mm. this guidance has been, a, I will say that a cornerstone in my life, helping me to navigate through the various challenges. And then also, uh, It is actually helped me a lot when I when I face with a lot of obstacle and you know and cave out a path that mm. who I am today. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you're blessed. You're really blessed. Great that you have <laughs> very you supportive so parents, and I'm sure they'll be very proud of you. Uh, Uh, you. seeing the things that you've achieved in your life. And uh, let's go in for a quick break, uh, Dr. Masni. And, yes. and when we come back, we'll wrap up our conversation. And right. uh, for yeah, for our listeners who are tuning in, I'm speaking to Dr. Masni Matong, a lecturer of Tuku Abdurrahman University of Management. And she is accredited for being the first Orang Asli woman to receive the prestigious Merdeka Award grant. We'll go in for a quick break. And when I come back, we will wrap up today's edition of W Talk. Keep it right here. 
inspiration achievement experience motivation empowerment all this on w talk every friday 11:15 a.m. right here on tracks fm Good morning, everybody. W Talk is the chat show that we're having today. This Friday, it's 48 minutes into the second hour of the show. I'm Anil on the mic, your host, and I am speaking to Dr. Masni Dong, the lecturer of Tsinghua uh, Pluhaman University of Management and Technology, Pahang, and she's the first Orangasli woman to receive a prestigious award grant. Dr. Masni, welcome back to W Talk. Hi, everyone. Okay. Again. <laughs> <laughs> good to have you. Good to have you on the phone. I like this conversation. That we're mm. having because just earlier on uh, during the break, I was speaking to my producer, and mm. uh, we both mutually agreed that we could really feel your sincerity. You know, you oh, were, you're very sincere you so with every thank word. You. Yeah, with mm. every word that you speak to us, with we can really see how sincere you are with the cause and how you. how you want to propagate and promulgate. You know, success for the minorities, as you mentioned. So yeah, we're very you. blessed to have this conversation yeah. with you. Now, right. earlier on. Before the break, Dr. Masni, you spoke about mm. how you continue your work in motivating the Orang Asli boys and girls mm. out there and remind them of how important, mm. how paramount it is to complete a formal education, just to go through the system, navigate themselves through the system, mm. get a formal education because that forms the fundamentals for life for them for the rest of their lives. Talk yeah. to us about what other initiatives or other projects that you're currently involved with that promotes the well-being and the advancements of Orang Asli community. All right. So because I would go for the three-month attachment, mm. so during the three-month attachment, uh, I will, uh, how to say, I will building my knowledge base and finding my research methodology and also uh, I will collaborate with the international institutions. Mm -hmm. Specifically, I plan to use the time to learn from the expertise at, uh, because I'm going uh, for uh, I'm going probably next year, all right, mm -hmm. and then I will share my my finding from here, and then I can collaborate with them and also um, understand the understand the issue that faced by the Orangsi itself. And I also aim to lay the groundwork for engaging with the Orangsi community, and if possible, conduct some primary field work because now it's the monsoon season i cannot do that because i was actually <laughs> i was actually planning to go to collect my uh, you know like go for my field work trip yeah. but because of the monsoon season so i have to i tell you what you know the monsoon season has made all of us change our outdoor plans <laughs> to turn it indoor <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, that's right. the thing. And then uh, I also want to build the relationship with the community leaders and understand their experience and perspective. And, and because it is crucial to uh, ensuring that my research is grounded with their life reality. And mm. also, additionally, I also plan to start developing a partnership with uh, the relevant stakeholders such as the government, agency, and, edu and, uh, and NGOs. So I hope that all this kind of collaboration can ensure that uh, those findings can be used to make a positive impact. Because mm. I I always engage, like, for example, I get called to give motivational talks. Mm. I always go because I always think that if I have the chance to, 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 to tell them, mm. I mean, to let them know that don't worry. I mean, that you are not alone. You are not 
we are not different from others. We are the same. I mean、mm. that if I can do it, you also can do it. I always emphasize them. Absolutely, it's because、yeah. you and, and I'm sure, and I'm beyond a single grain of doubt. I'm very、mm. sure you will see、uh, success and bear fruit from your initiative because you are walking、mm. the talk. You know、mm. they can see proof. Proof is in the pudding,、yeah. they say, and they can look at、yeah. you. You're a testament. You're an example of someone who has achieved it, and all they have、yeah. to do is just set their mind to it. Yeah.、Mm. Now,、right. Doctor, do you have any mentors growing up? Um, I I do not have, but、okay. I I always like I mentioned previously,、mm. my parents always is my role models,、mm. and also whatever that I one thing that I always keep on the ground is that. I always be humble. No、mm. matter how many like、uh, achievements that you have, if you stay humble, you grateful. I mean that everything will be okay. I mean for me because me myself,、uh, I I always believe that if you do things, you do good things. I mean that you will you plan a good deed. I mean you you will you get a good. I mean that outcome. So、mm. that is how I always. Um, you know, integrate in my daily life.、Mm. Yeah, it's、mm. it's 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 amazing how you mention about seeds because every time I have W talk towards the、mm. end of the conversation, I have something called a seed planting moment, where I let my <laughs> I let my guests you know speak to the right right producer Rose, where I let my guests speak to our listeners and. You know, I call it a seed planting moment where they can plant seeds of inspiration,、yeah. and there you go, organically, without me even, you know, hinting anything. Great, great. So would you? So, so you would say the best piece of advice probably you got from your dad would have been to stay grounded, not forget your roots, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. And yeah, always、okay. that that is the most important part because if we, I mean, that staying ground and remember your roots is、mm. that. It remind me the importance of staying true to myself and my origin. No matter no matter how far I go、mm. and how success I achieve, it's about man. It's about maintaining a sense of humility and also gratitude for where I come from.、Mm. That's why I always believe that. Yeah,、mm. it reminds、mm. me of a of a saying: you can't like the fruits of the tree, but hate the roots of the tree. Don't forget the roots, <laughs>、yeah. right? Yeah, don't forget the roots. Yeah. Yes, yes. Doctor、yeah. Masni Matjong, thank you so much for setting aside your time this morning and having this conversation、no、with us、yeah. on W Talk. We wish you more great successes to come. Thank And you. And of course, the pleasure would always be ours to have you on the show again. You have a great、thank、day.、You. Thank you, thank you. You too. All right, bye bye. Bye bye. All right, that was my very, very interesting, very warm conversation, very inspiring one too that I just had with Dr. Masni Matdong, a lecturer of、uh, Tunku Abdul Rahman University of Management and Technology, Pahang. She is accredited to being the first Orang Asli woman to receive a prestigious award grant. If you missed out on this very Enlightening conversation. Worry not. You can catch the replay by visiting our official Facebook page at Tracks FM Official and watch the replay there live. Okay. Coming up in less than five minutes, I'll be crossing over to the RTM News Center for the twelve o'clock news updates, and then right after that, I'll be seeing you for the third hour of Tracks Momentum. This is Anil on the mic signing off for this hour. Seeing you on the flip side. You're listening to Tracks FM's podcast. If you've enjoyed our content, more podcasts are available on the RTM Click app and website. Let us know what you think. Please email us at tracksfm.rtm at gmail.com. Like and follow us on social media at Tracks FM Official.